guys, we are live here at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, Nevada, in Sports Spectrum, bringing the conversations of football and faith, faith in Jesus Christ. And it's always great when we can run into one of our friends, interviews that we aren't expecting necessarily, and all of a sudden, it just kind of comes together and we get a wonderful conversation. And that happened with Devin McCourty, three-time Super Bowl champion, three-time second-team All-Pro, two-time Pro Bowler, and now doing his thing as a broadcaster with NBC Sports. And this weekend at the Super Bowl, on the audio side, he's going to be working with Westwood One in the pregame, the halftime, and the postgame coverage of Super Bowl 58. We had a chance to talk to Devin McCourty. It's coming up right now on Sports Spectrum. Let's take a listen. You never know who you're going to run into at Super Bowl 58 here in Las Vegas, and it happens to be a good friend of the show at Sports Spectrum, Devin McCourty. What's up, my friend? Nothing much, man. I feel like every time I see you, this show gets bigger, Sports Spectrum grows. <laughs> like It's awesome to just see everything you're doing, man. We're getting bigger, but not as big as you, because it was wonderful. <laughs> I thought you were big when you were playing, but all of a sudden, this broadcasting thing. Last time we had you on, by the way, was April. You had just retired, mm -hmm. and you hadn't made the decision, or you thought you wanted to go into broadcasting, but but you didn't know the NBC thing was going to come to fruition. So let's go back a little bit because it's it was awesome watching you on Sunday night, listening to you doing radio calls, just watching your brother flourish. And call. I mean, this is the McCourty brothers being together forever, and all of a sudden you both are into this broadcasting space. Tell me about that transition, what that was like for you over the summer to say yes to broadcasting, and then how this season went for you. Man, Jay, it was it was just crazy from the standpoint of the season ends. And I had told the guys during the year, like, you know, you're, you're trying to get everybody motivated. I'm like, I'm 80% sure I'm done. This is my last year. Yeah. And then, like, the season ends and you're trying to make that decision. And ultimately, I was sitting there and I'm watching, Jay, I'm watching my brother day in and day out doing what he's doing. So I remember one day I text and I was like, hey, like, really, like, how you doing? Because mm -hmm. I think that's important. Like, when yeah. you get older and you see guys are retiring, just checking in. And he was like, I really love everything I'm doing it seems that way too which is good so I'm watching I'm like yo he's like this is so now I finish year 13 I'm like I'm over here debating if I want to do broadcasting or go back and play in the NFL like <laughs> that's a sign like it's over with so yeah. that period you're talking about I was hoping I'm like who's gonna hire me I've done all this media stuff they keep telling me I'm good and it's like two months go by and I don't hear anything and my wife's looking at me because I'm kind of miserable to be around at the house because I don't know what's happening, sure. what's going to go next. Yeah. And then NBC calls, and the year felt like it went by like this. Like it was just snap of the fingers. The year was over. Um, but it was just awesome, I think. The biggest thing, I think, for me, that transition was I went from the locker room to a new locker room at NBC. And mm. the team, everybody there, Chris Sims is a guy that i known since I was in high school. Yep. So – being there with him, familiar face, and everybody, producers, the grad, like everybody behind the scenes that makes shows work. We spend eight hours, 10 hours a day watching all of the games together. Fans of the Jets, the Giants, Cal, like everybody's in there. We're talking trash to each other. We're arguing. We're, so for me, it turned into one day a week, I go in the studio and I get to just hang with my friends. Mm. And that, that's probably been the best part. That's awesome. It was great to watch you kind of grow, too, because it's not easy. No. When you're a yep. rookie broadcaster, I mean, our friends in the business that both of us know and have talked to have always said, you're not, uh, a, a, you know, just a, a football player that's that happens to be a broadcaster. Yep. Like you're mm -hmm. a broadcaster you now. Gotta, you got to fully jump in, and you got to jump <laughs> in, and you got to you got to learn just like mm -hmm. you know anything else. The that terminology you would do. I had to learn alone. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
first meeting they, they started they was like hey we'll give you a pack here and i was like a pack a pack, pack of what like yeah. oh that's just video yeah. Say video, then. Say video. Like, I, I know. It's like all of these like different lingo. To, like, it, that a block, B block, C block, yep. all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. What about um, from a faith perspective? Just growing in the Lord now that you're not playing anymore, because that transition, even though you, like you said, able to go into broadcasting, able to find a new locker room, mm-hmm. a new team, it still doesn't replicate the NFL experience of being a player for so many years like you were, but from a faith perspective, staying close to the Lord, making sure, because when you're playing, there's, you know, team chaplains, there's Bible studies, it's all intentional stuff. Now, broadcasting, you're kind of, even though that's there, you're kind of on your own to stay close to the Lord. your schedule used to be so regimented. Yeah. Like, this phone and my calendar is how me and my wife know what we can and can't, like, We'll talk about some of the, did you put it in the calendar? Well, I don't know if you don't put it in the calendar. Like that, it was so regiment, and I would say that's probably been the biggest transition, the biggest hole to try to fill. Yeah. Um, New England played uh, the Giants this year, and I went and, and got to go in on Chapel. Mm-hmm. And, like, being back in that space made me realize how much I missed every yeah. Saturday knowing – like, that was church for us. Yeah. Like, we're playing on Sunday. We would get to go to chapel, and it would be a series all season long. Like, we're in, and we have a chaplain who's devoting his time to create this series to push us on knowing us personally, knowing what we need to grow in. And now, like, that's all on my own. That's my private time in the morning. That's mm-hmm. me locking in and doing different things. That's me reaching out to Matthew Slater. That's, you know, yeah. like all of these different things. Are like, Slate, how you doing? Let's talk about this. Like, I have to be so intentional of going and now finding it and getting it. And you don't realize, like, when guys are in the NFL, we're like, oh, we know how hard it is to follow your faith and to do it. And, like, the truth of the matter is, it was kind of easy it doing easier. it that way. Like, yeah. you had all of these things that you were doing, and now, like, it's still hard for me to go to church on Sunday. Like, mm-hmm. they pick me up at 1045. I'm in studio. I get home at midnight. Like, every single Sunday during the season is that. So then in the off season, you could get used to doing it, and then it's like, well, this sucks because when September starts, I got to just stop <laughs> for the next few months. So yeah, yeah. That, that has been a big transition, I think, even – you know, married and me and my wife, like we have, we have to talk about these things. We have to go through different things. Like that transition's probably been the hardest one. Yeah, it's the one thing I think I hear when I talk to former athletes, guys that are transitioning away, is the new normal mm-hmm. that you have to get used to. You know, the the finding the new community, mm-hmm. finding the people that you know you're going to do life with, uh, and then you are working in broadcasting. Now, this job though, it feels like has has become a bit of a sweet spot for both you and your brother it is because you're not just enjoying it but you got to kind of be pretty good at it and i'll i'll do the bragging here on you you and your brother are excellent the afc championship game on the radio that you guys got to do i listened to a good portion of that and it was awesome to hear both of you guys and just know like God has kind of brought you into this next phase and it feels mm-hmm. like you're in the right place and i think that's the coolest thing Five years ago, we're still playing. We're talking. I'm not telling you my goal is to be at NBC. He's not telling you the goal is to be on Good Morning Football, NFL. Like, we're not thinking about those things. of course not. And he gets traded. He gets traded to New England. And we're like, my marketing guys are here right now. They're like, you guys should do a podcast. We're like, that sounds like a lot of work. And we do a podcast for four years. Mm -hmm. And it was like, this is fun. Yeah. Like, we're watching David Letterman, my next guest needs no introduction, to learn how to interview people. Like, that's everything we're getting. And then we're thinking about 
these conversations, sitting down, I'm talking to Jason, and he's interviewing, like, yo, what kind of questions? How did he make it flow? Like, yeah. we're thinking about all the interviews, and we do it, and I was like, I think I want to do that for a living. Like, that seems fun, and mm. I don't, for me, I didn't know it was going to be as much fun as it is. Like, I only thought about doing the media, doing the broadcasting, doing the games, being at the games. I never thought about the people, and the people have been the best part. Like, I sit by our, our, our graphics guy every Sunday, and he's a huge Giants fan. And, you know, this year the Giants, they, they weren't that good. They and were not, no. He's in there. He's cursing. I'm like, Pete, chill, guy. Bro, relax. Yeah. Like, we, and they would have to remind him, Pete, we got a job to do. <laughs> like, you can't be all in on the Giants. And, yeah. like, for me, being in that environment has been awesome. Like, I'm just a fan now. I'm not a fan of a team. I'm a fan of football. I have a little bias towards the Patriots. You and should the, the be. People. You should be. But, like, I, I, I just enjoy everybody. Like, who do you got for – who are you rooting for? I'm not rooting for anybody in the Super Bowl. Just want I want to see game. a good game. I, yeah. Because you're in the media now, you have to give what you think who's going to win. Like, everybody's going to ask you that. But, like, I've just thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think that's the best compliment I've gotten from people when they come up to me and they're like, man, you look like you're just having fun. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's, that's what it is. I, I have fun the with the people I work with talking about football are you doing anything super bowl sunday media wise or are you able to just sit home and watch the game i'll be here at the game okay. uh with westwood one me and scott graham okay we'll be we'll get to know each other well pre-game yeah. show halftime show post-game show nice we'll so be on I, I asked you that because i want to make sure people if they're tuning in they're on sirius xm they're looking for the radio broadcast or whatever that's you doing the pre yep. the halftime and the post and your brother's doing CBS pregame. CBS pregame on so, television. Yeah, I think I think the main pregame with, with CBS, you know, the Nate Burlesons, yeah. the Phil Sims, those got JB. Yeah. I think they're going to be at the Bellagio, and then they're going to have to come over to the stadium. Yeah, they need and a when, break somewhere. When so they that's come where, over, that's you're going to see Jason, <laughs> Iron Eagle, Charles Day, like okay. uh, Matt Ryan, those guys will be on there. And yeah. for him, I think for both of us, being here, he retired two years ago. I retired back in March. And Westwood One is like, hey, we want you to come do Super Bowl. I'm like, you, you want me on air at the Super Bowl? Like, yeah. the, say nothing. I was like, right. I'll be there. You wouldn't my even wife have to pay to me. See, my <laughs> wife wants to see Usher. Can you give me a ticket to the game too? Yeah, we'll get you a ticket. I was like, I'm there. So, oh wow. I'm saying so. It's been good deal. It's been phenomenal being here and getting to catch up with so many different former players. Yeah. Seeing all the different people I see Radio Row every year that I've gone to Super Bowl. So it's been a time. Man. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, as we wind down, what's the lesson God's showing you now? Because you're post retirement. You know, we ask this question to our guests here on on Sports Spectrum. What's God teaching you as as we talk to you today in February 2024? We got another half. <laughs> Uh, I might have yeah, said this exactly. before, but it's patience, man. Me yeah. and pa like patience with my kids have been awesome. I get to be there a lot with my wife. The, like the patience of we're we're not meant to be in the house for hours together. No. We're just not like she's the captain at home. I'm the 12 year captain on New England, so I get back in there and we're, I'm like, why are we doing this like this? Like we needed. It. She's like, you're not. <laughs> I get it. You're mm -hmm. a leader, leader amongst men. You lead like all that's cute. Not here, buddy. Yeah. This is my domain. So the patience and then just realizing, like, not being so kind of trapped up in the moment of, like, this is brutal. How are we going to do It's like, relax. Take a step back. Hmm. Like, this is long term. So we've, we've had to do that a lot. Um, and then I think even talking to different people, like, the transition of going through that and I think understanding that where you're at that everybody sees is not always where you're at. 
right. how you feel. And obviously from me to media, everything's been awesome. But like, it's still a transition. And I've had a lot of conversations with people like, how you doing? How's, how's your wife though? How's your, like former players who have done it, they're like, totally. how's home life? Like, how you doing there? And being vulnerable, talking about that. And just, again, the patience. And I would say that patience and, and being vulnerable, talking to people to help me get better at doing those different things has been a big lesson. I forgot to ask you real quick, because we're at the Super Bowl. I'm wearing the shirt. I didn't realize I was wearing. <laughs> there we go. Super Bowl 53. This has to be your favorite memory, right? No because you won it. that Super Bowl with your brother, and it was a defensive battle in getting that W. 2017, Super Bowl 52. Not a, not a good memory. 41 points yeah. to the Eagles. Like, yeah. we lost the game because of defense. Tom Brady, Super Bowl record, 505 yards pass. Yeah up and down the field. And you couldn't stop Nick Foles. So to get back there and you go against Sean McVay, who everybody who's ever coached for Sean McVay is a head coach somewhere right now, yeah. and how awesome he is as a coach. It's like, no matter what, in his career, everyone will always talk about, well, they lost in New England yeah. at Super Bowl where they only scored three points. It was phenomenal. And I would say my brother always explained his time playing and going to see me in the Super Bowl as, like, the kid who's outside the house Christmas morning and he's looking in he's like man that looks so dope I wish I was there but he's seeing the perfect family and he wish he was there and for me I turned into that guy playing in the house but just watching him mm -hmm. 10 years in the league never goes to the playoffs first time in the playoffs game changing play in the Super Bowl I remember we win the confetti starts falling he's on a knee and I'm just standing over top of him smiling and that's why that one was special because I felt like sometimes I wasn't even there. I was just watching him, and I thought he played one of his best games in that game, and I, I, like, I love seeing it. And it just wasn't him. His wife, they've been together since our sophomore year in college. So wow. he, he packs up his ultimate coupe to drive to Tennessee. She doesn't know if he's going to make the team. Six-round draft pick. Then a year and a half later, she moves to Tennessee. Like all of the ups and downs that they had – I, like, I got to see them celebrate that together. It, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was such a great experience. And we met, I believe it was like a couple of weeks after that yep. at PAO when mm -hmm. we had you and your bro on. So it was a cool experience. We were there with our kids and everything. Oh, you had the whole <laughs> the whole crew was there. <laughs> yep. uh, I don't remember where that was. I'm trying to remember. Maybe Arizona? I think Arizona? that was at Tucson. Yep. Tucson, uh -huh. yeah, that's funny. it was funny. freezing. Yeah, it was cold there. So it's <laughs> we not got cold right now. We got baptized that Matt Slater baptizing his wife Shazad, me and my wife at that at that, at that PAO, and it was like 35 degrees at night. But you did it and got baptized, and it was in the room shaking like it, it was. That's what you know the Holy like, Spirit's working. No doubt about when you're it. when you're gonna say yes to go get yes. baptized in 40 degree weather. <laughs> and I felt bad because we knew we were gonna do it. And I was like, Slate. Can you baptize us? That means you got to get changed and get in the cold water. Yeah. <laughs> and he did it. That's how I know that's, that's, awesome. that's my brother right there. That is great. Yep. It's great to see Devin McCourty, NBC. You're going to listen to him uh, this weekend at the Super Bowl on Westwood One. Pre-game, halftime, post-game, uh, and just good to see you, my brother. Likewise, man. Always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. No problem, man. And many thanks to Devin McCourty for spending a few minutes with us here at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. I hope you're checking out our website, sportsspectrum.com. I hope you're checking out our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Twitter X page. There's so much content that we've gotten this week. I think there were over 50 videos that our social media team and Leah Montgomery and John Ackerman and myself working tirelessly to bring this content to you. So please go check out all of our social media coverage 
and certainly our website has every single article you could imagine that we've written this week on the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58 coverage, sportsspectrum.com. We love you guys. Please tell some people about the interviews and the conversations that we're having. And enjoy Super Bowl 58. Enjoy this time together. One last game of the NFL season here in 2023 into 2024. Thanks for tuning in. We love Devin McCourty, and we love you guys as well. And we will see you soon here on Sports Spectrum. Have a great rest of your day.